0: We hear all these stories about people getting really sick and then their lives drastically changing. Guess what, here's another one. So in 2016, I got pretty sick and I could not get rid of this cold that was seemingly just a common cold. It kept coming and going and it kept getting worse and worse until I started developing asthma. It got to the point where I had to admit to myself that maybe there was something more going on, that maybe there was something in my energetic system that was preventing me from truly getting better and getting back into my energetic rhythm, my energetic flow. Something had to give. I was sharing this with a friend one day, and she recommended I see a shamanic energy healer. So I went to this shamanic energy healer, and a whole new world opened up. It felt like coming home. It felt like remembering the truths of who I am and what I already know, but I needed reminding of. Suddenly, the world felt less scary, less alone. And my life is now driven by my inner knowing, not by fear. My name is Madeline Corliss. I am the creator of The Energy Studio. Welcome to The Energy Studio Podcast. So on this podcast, we're going to talk about all things shamanic, energy healing, different modalities and tools that you can use to create these shifts in your own life. I want to empower you to live your life to the fullest. Now here's the thing. When we talk about shamanic practices and energy healing and all things woo-woo, it can seem very distant and like a whole technique that you have to spend years learning and training on. That's not true. This stuff does not have to be difficult, and intricate. There are so many beautiful and simple ways that you can incorporate it into your everyday life and create major changes in the way that you live and the way that you operate in this world. Take what you need and leave the rest. So we're going to talk about some energetic boundaries, we're going to talk about synchronicity, listening to yourself, your intuition, and I'm going to bring on some friends who have some really awesome thoughts about things like tarot and astrology and other energy healers and boundaries. And here's the deal, I really like talking, so I thought what better way to share information than to talk at people. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode two of the Energy Studio podcast. Today, we are talking all things crystals with my good friend, Alden Gagnon. We're going to talk a little bit about how we got to know each other because it's quite the story. And then she's going to give you some super awesome tips about how to actually use crystals instead of just like having them because they're pretty, which they are, but they have awesome uses. And she's going to teach us a little bit about that. Let's go. Alden and I met doing Spamalot, the musical. um, And She actually just reminded me of this, that uh, the way that we started talking about crystals was because she had all these crystals at her dressing station, and I was like, I love crystals, and then we started talking about it, and since that show, we've both been very much drawn to this type of work, and so I wanted to bring her on to talk more about crystals because she is a certified crystal healer and something about a master, what was it that you said?
1: advanced crystal master. So it's just like a next level certification.
0: Yeah. She knows all the things, which is so exciting. How did you get into crystals and crystal healing and all of the things that you do?
1: Yes, well, I've always been a very intuitive and sensitive person. Even when I was a little child, I was, like, highly attuned to crystals, very emotional. And I grew up in the backwoods of New Hampshire, where the mountains are literally filled with quartz and fluorite. It's called the Granite State for a reason, you know. (laughs) And then I moved to New York City for my acting Conservatory, which I went to. And I never lived in the big city before, and I was just feeling, like, very... Um, tense and overwhelmed, and I was just constantly getting these energetic attacks, and I didn't know how mm-hmm. to deal with all the energetic overwhelm that I was feeling. And then there's this really cute store on Forty Eighth and Eighth Avenue. I love that Avenue. store. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking
0: about. His, <laughs> his
1: like this assistant. His name Carlos. He's the nicest. Yeah. And I was every day, and I just got really drawn to them, and I started hoarding crystals like a crazy person and like lining them around my apartment you're like black tourmaline here for protection and then clear quartz to clear the energy here and things like that and i just knew it made me feel a lot better and i was like okay you know i'm drawn to this but i have no idea why I'm drawn to it it just like it feels nice it helps me feel better but it's it's confusing as to why so i started reading as many books as i could get my hands on i read a lot of crystal healing books by philip permute he's a great healer mm. in um england and then I started pursuing my crystal healing certifications because that was literally just the level at which I wanted to learn, and it emboldened me so much that I started practicing healing to help others out too.
0: I love that. And I know we talked about yesterday how so much of our experiences have lined up in a lot of ways. I actually was thinking this morning and realizing that it was right after spam a lot that I like things started to feel like they were spiraling for me energetically and I started feeling like something had to change and I was very much drawn to this work and like anything regarding energy healing and shamanic practices and past lives and things like that, those were the things that I was like, this feels right and I don't know why, but like I wanna explore this more. And I think frequently as artists, we are very in tune with our emotions and with the energies going on. And it almost seems counterintuitive to put us in the middle of this like big crazy city where like we're going to feel all of the things. And so I don't want to speak for you, but I know for me, these practices and like all the different areas of this healing category have been a lifesaver in that way of keeping me sane and grounded while also being in the place where I need to be. I feel I need to be right now to pursue this passion of acting. Uh, Yeah.
1: Energy. So if we're not taking care of our energy, we can't do our best when we're trying to change the energy in the room as performers. And this also is this isn't just for performers. Um they definitely have like a distinct sort of niche in terms of knowing what it's like to be a performer who also is like hyper aware of one's energy. But it's about becoming the best version of yourself keeping your energetic space keeping your aura which I'm going to talk about in a minute um the most grounded and clear and protected it can be at any given moment and that's going to change day to day so that you can
0: move through the world at your healthiest and at your best yes I love that that's I'm so excited okay so let's jump in more about crystals and everything the first thing can you talk a little bit about the science behind crystals and like how it works and why it works and like all of that um actually it's great because i got a question from one
1: of my old high school friends laura about this as well and we were going to talk about it anyway so it's great so we all have an energetic field an electromagnetic field around us there is a bigger one around our brain and then also one around our heart and then like mm-hmm. a whole sort of egg around us and crystals have these two they have what's called a torus it looks sort of like a donut around the field Mm -hmm. and it does depend on the size how big the field is so the bigger the crystal the bigger the energy field smaller the crystal the smaller the energy field but that doesn't affect how well they work or how you know quote unquote good they are because Mm -hmm. has a perfect crystalline structure that's super stable super steady i mean with the selenite you can see it has the lines in it, and that's the physical manifestation of this crystalline structure, which is down on like a deep, deep molecular level. And we can get really aligned as humans because we are more fluid, we're more water. We have certain levels of vibration that are higher and that are lower that just can get kind of wonked out by daily life, by a person saying something mean to us that hurts our feelings, by, you know, eating the wrong sorts of foods, by watching something on the news that's extremely distressing. And I'm not talking about like spiritual bypassing and not watching the news and ignoring everything that's going on and being like live and light because we need to be, you know, in the world and of the world. And at the same time, be aware of our energy and be aware of, oh, how can I best approach this situation? And how can I be in my best zone to do this? And i back to crystals. So crystals have a perfect structure. <laughs> 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 And um, I personally work with the chakras, which are seven energy centers in the bodies and each chakra is a wheel. So there's one at the crown of your head and one at your forehead, one at your throat and one at your heart and one at your stomach and then one more in your lower belly and there's one at the base of your spine. And there are also lots of other smaller chakras but those seven are the main that I work with and each of those vibrate at a different frequency. Think of it like a scale on a piano. Mm. And um, the way I like to think of how crystals work with our physical bodies and with our different energy bodies is they retune us, like retuning a piano. Mm. We have have this, this is my smaller amethyst, this is my favorite amethyst, druze, and a druze just means it's connected to the bedrock still. And so, this amethyst vibrates at the same frequency that the third eye vibrates. And if I'm a person who I have headaches, or if I'm struggling with my intuition, or if I'm having bad dreams, or if maybe even if my intuition's all crazy and like I'm seeing things, that means it's either underactive or overactive. And one can mm-hmm. use amethyst to help retune their third eye. So, the amethyst literally brings this energy center back to the normal, stable, balanced vibration that it needs to be. So I use different crystals with different vibrational frequencies that correlate to each chakra. And that's how they work. And you can physically see the um, energy field of each crystal. So with pendulums, and you can also do other things like sensing it with your hand, um, your non-dominant hand, that's a little harder to do, or you usually feel like a heat or a coolness. Mm-hmm. You can also um, use copper dousing rods or um, electromagnetic testers. That's, like, really high level. I don't have one of those. <laughs> you can see it'll start spinning around where the, um, the energy field of the crystal is. That's about how big it is. Then we have this bigger amethyst that I have. So same exact crystal, but bigger. That's so cool. I'm like totally nerding out right now. (laughs) Literally it's energy field is a lot bigger. And I could actually, so this is kind of showing me how wide it is, but it's so, the energy field is so big, it goes out of the frame. Uh, And yeah, that's how crystals work. Their energy field and their perfect crystalline structure retunes your structure and it helps retune it. So it's like piano. goes from
0: an F sharp to just a good old F. I love that. And I love that you use that analogy because one of the first analogies that I was using when I started doing energy coaching and like teaching people how to use some of these practices for themselves in everyday life was talking about like voice lessons and how we, we literally are learning how to operate in a different way to create a different output. And it's the same thing with your energy. And I love that using the crystals, you can use those two. Tune. I'm like loving this whole analogy that's all coming together. And look up the seven
1: chakras. Look up Dr. Richard Gerber, like Gerber baby, and his book, Vibrational Medicine. Uh, I don't know if he has any relation to the Gerber baby. That's just how you spell it. <laughs> but Dr. Richard Gerber, Vibrational Medicine. It is a very educational book on the science of energy, crystals for menstrual pain. And so. I don't have one here to show you, but a carnelian is for the sacral chakra, which is located with the womb center. It's a sort of orangey, fiery color stone. It's fantastic for menstrual cramps. I have this beautiful one that's like this size, and you see it's kind of even like a womb shape. Um, And I literally like when I'm on my first like few days of my period or PMSing, my boyfriend can without a doubt find me on the couch, like in the dark, legs up, just <laughs> a crystal on my lower stomach. And it, it helps a lot with period cramps. And another fun fact about carnelian, is actually known as the singer's stone because it's a stone of creativity and has to do with water. And while it's not connected to the throat chakra, it helps you like ground and sing more effectively.
0: My chinchilla likes crystals. So I have like a plate of just all these crystals. And when I first started letting him out and I have like a blocked off play area for him, they happen to be there. And I have a picture of him playing with the crystals. He loves them. For a good week, he would go right there. Fun little facts about my chinchilla.
1: Oh, animals are drawn to crystals. I mean, like I, I literally make a crystal circle for myself when I'm meditating. My dog just lays on them.
0: So my one of the questions that I was trying to think of was, how do I even get started using crystals? So, what do you? What would be a good recommendation for someone who's like an absolute beginner?
1: A fantastic question. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think for someone who's an absolute beginner with crystals, it's very great to know how they work. So just listen. Mm-hmm what that is and then knowing that there's no wrong or right way to work with them they're like everything is good you know so you just get a crystal and be like what do I do what do I do just literally sit with it if you meditate meditating with crystals is a great way to connect with them also uh, take a bath with a crystal uh look it up before you put it in water because like selenite it's a little lower on the hardness scale and it will literally dissolve in water so that's not good <laughs> and other ones like malachite are a little poisonous so just like look it up on google before you put it in the bath um but putting it in the bath amplifies its energy so i have this rose quartz that i literally take baths with like every week so baths meditation you can put it on your nightstand i have my big amethyst next to my nightstand mm-hmm. um and also just like keeping jewelry with it like you have your beautiful amethyst that's how when I first got into crystals that's what I did and putting it around your space you know putting some on your work desk just like keeping it in your energy field because when
0: it's there it
1: affects you I love that
0: um we had a question on the zoom how do you uh do you have any uh books for like crystal books for beginners Um, grids by hibiscus moon is a great one
1: because mm. it talks about the energetics of crystal she's my teacher and it also talks about how to make crystal grids which is a great way to get into using crystals on a frequent basis and then also crystals and i believe it's called crystal healing by philip permute mm. um he also has a great flip book with different like ways to use crystals and sensing crystal energy as you're getting into it. So Philip Permute and Hibiscus
0: Moon, look up their books. Another question that I uh, have a feeling that people will benefit from uh, is how do you care for your crystals?
1: Yes, that's a great question. So uh, there are a lot of ways to care for them. Uh, I say just keep them clean generally, like especially if you have it on your body a lot. It can get your oils. So um, some crystals, like I can wash this one. This is my Red aventurine. I can wash it with soap and water and literally physically cleanse it. The more you use them, and it's, so when you first get a crystal, you want to cleanse it because there's going to be other people's energy attached to it. Mm-hmm. And you keep using a crystal. You're going to want to cleanse it whenever you feel like it's right, I usually cleanse mine like once a week because I use them so much. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of different ways you can do that. You can put them in an Epsom salt bath by themselves. You can put them under the light of the full moon and that cleanses and recharges them. If you have a bed of amethyst, so like an amethyst ruse like this, you can literally put a crystal on top of it and that helps recharge it. You can also, um, my personal favorite way is with sound healing. So if you look up the frequency 432 Hertz on like YouTube, they, there are like two hour long playlists just of this one frequency. And it's a really great energy cleansing frequency. And so I just put my crystals in front of the computer, the sound comes out and then that helps realign them, or also sound bowls, bells, tingshas, and people also like to use sage and Palo Santo. But I've been I've been sort of veering away from that because a lot of the um, agricultural practices within growing that it aren't very
0: uh, good. We'll put it that way, but I am starting to grow my own sage. So (laughs) I'm obsessed with that. Let me know how that goes. Amazing. So another question we had was how do you choose crystals and I think there are two parts of this question of like how do you if you know like I want rose quartz like how do you pick which specific crystal you get in that family but then also like uh, I think this will segue into our recommendations but we can start with how do you pick a crystal for you
1: so um, if you know if someone recommends one to you like oh I really think your heart center needs some love and you need rose quartz like it's to get a quartz. um I definitely will say that I personally prefer going to a physical store, but during yeah. COVID, I, I one can't really go to a physical crystal shop; they're just like not open. So um, there are a lot of great sellers on Etsy that sell a small batch, and mm-hmm. and you can just get like a small tumbled three dollar stone that's rose quartz, and that's great, and in the future when one is able to go to a store. um, For instance, I found this yellow Jasper in a store called Om Shanti down in Union Square in New York City. And uh, I literally, um, going back to what I was talking about about sensing energy before, when I put my hand over it, I can feel it sort of tingling there. Mm -hmm. And And then I sort of felt this jolt of electricity when I picked it up and I knew. I was like, this is my crystal. And my best friend Kimmy, who I believe is on right now, uh, (laughs) I was like, Kimmy, I felt electricity when I touched this. And she held it. And she was like, oh, it's nice, but I think it's (laughs) for you. Oh, you can really feel like you have strong pulls to certain crystals. And sometimes, if I like need a hematite, which is a grounding stone, we like digging through the thing of hematite, finding the specific hematite that I want. That's just me being like really nerdy, really specific. There's no wrong way to crystal as long as you have intentions of, yeah. like, you know, oh, um, I I really sense the energy. And sometimes, if you have a repulsive reaction to it, it mm-hmm. means work with. It means it's like a shadow side of yourself that you're ignoring. Oh,
0: you you broke out a little bit. Were you saying it's, it is something you should work with?
1: Yeah. If you have a negative to a crystal, not like if you're getting depressed or sick or something, but like you're, if you see a crystal and you're like, I don't like it, I don't want to work with it. It usually means that you have something in you, maybe a past trauma from when you were a kid or, uh, or just something in your shadow side that you are maybe ignoring, like maybe you have a lot of anger. So you don't want to work with stones that heal anger because you just kind of like holding on to that anger. And that's why you're repulsed by this particular stone. So sometimes it's good to notice that,
0: think about why and then start working with that stone. That's so fascinating, I've never thought about that. And something's actually coming up for me as you're saying this, and I'm just gonna ask it because we're here. Um, I, uh, well, I also have like my color preferences in general, but I've noticed that I do not have any crystals that are red. The only one that I do have was a gift from somebody who was like, you actually, I, like I noticed you don't have any, and so I like wanted to give this to you. And I've kept it almost like out of obligation because it was a gift. But I'm like, saying that I just got
1: full body chills. So I think you're really on to something. Yeah, I think so, too.
0: <laughs> it's always that moment of like, yes, but also like, oh, no, here we go. I'm convicted. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Okay, well, there goes my weekend. Yes. Um, Can I just quickly speak to that? Yeah, please um, do.
1: Um, the red is connected to the root chakra, the muladhara chakra which is the one at the base of your spine and I know for me I've had to do a lot of work on my bottom three chakras my root my sacral and my solar plexus because I was really up here like super connected to spirit to my intuition very and you had mentioned earlier that you have a lot of air in your astrological chart so you're almost all air (laughs) like everything is like (laughs) the are grounding stones and so that's exactly why you're like nope because you just don't that's not an energy that you're even used to so i encourage you to like, meditate with the one you
0: have yeah. and friends with it yeah it'll probably teach you good things yeah I'm um, that's like moving to the top of my to-do list i can like feel the lower part of my body being like <laughs> like this is new and that's been a trend this week of like yeah. New is uncomfortable, but we are in such a place of newness and everything, which actually kind of takes us into talking about what we want to talk about to wrap up a little bit of uh, suggestions for crystals and experiences that people may be having right now and how crystals may help them. Uh, yes. So crystal recommendations. And really quickly, I know I touched on this,
1: but I want to make sure I specifically answer one more question. Someone oh, asked yes. headaches, mm-hmm. amethysts fantastic crystal for headaches. You can even get a little, like, head wrap with crystal, amethyst crystals in it and put it on your head. And that helps. The other day, I was having a pressure point headache right here. And I Mm -hmm. literally laid down for like 20 minutes and it was super helpful. Um, So crystals for the current time, because we all are we, we have our own energy bodies, but at the same time, there is the collective consciousness and there are a lot of messages and feelings that we're all getting. And during the pandemic, there's been like a very heavy depression energy. There's been very heavy anger energies. And for me, my heart's just like sometimes been feeling completely shattered. So as I mentioned before, I meditate with rose quartz in my bath like every week. And this particular piece is my little best friend. Uh, (laughs) But rose quartz is the stone of self-love. It's a stone of unconditional love. It's connected Mm -hmm. to chakra and it just has this beautiful, soft, pink, loving, caring energy. And you can use it to send love to yourself and send love to others. So what I literally do with rose quartz is I just put it on my heart and breathe with it because and sometimes cry because sometimes that's what you need to do to release the gunk. So, rose quartz for supporting yourself and for self love. And then, where is my little baby? Oh, there it is. <laughs> and this, um, I actually got this one in Woodstock. Uh, it makes me feel like a hippie when I say it. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is smoky quartz. And in general, things that are quartz based are the most powerful i mean quartz Mm -hmm. produces pie's electricity so that's like why quartz are inside of watches and things like that so quartz is generally the best crystal to start out with when you're a new crystal person because they're the easiest ones to sense especially when it's like this and it has this natural point you can see its it's crazy the energy is right there um and smoky quartz um also helps with depression energy and this connects with the root chakra so even though it's not red it could be a useful crystal for you madeline
0: i don't have any of that either
1: so <laughs> it is super grounding i like putting it in between my feet when i'm sitting and i'm working mm-hmm. um just me feel more grounded and present in the current moment. And it also transmutes a lot of negative energy. Like right now I'm holding it in my right hand and the point is pointing outwards. And so my right side of my body is the side of my body that the energy goes out of more, whereas mm-hmm. my left side more because my right side is my dominant side. Mm-hmm. And um, I can literally feel energy like gunky energy going into this crystal right now. And so, and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing, you know, so is taking care of this crystal by putting it in Epsom salt baths and sound cleansing it so that it can retune itself after it's been retuning you, you know? Mm -hmm. So smoky boards help ground and transmit negative energy. And then lastly, hmm. I haven't decided what my third one's gonna be yet. Let's see, I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, yes, it was gonna be this one. Um, hi, <laughs> this is Aragonite, and this has to do with your. Um, solar plexus chakra. It also can connect to all of your other energy centers, but I personally in my work find that it really resonates most with the solar plexus chakra, and it's helpful really for a lot of actors because a lot of actors have and performers have issues with their solar plexus chakra. This is something interesting i found in doing my healings because I do healings on a lot of performers Mm -hmm. and I think it's just something to do with like your self-confidence being so constantly battered by all of the feedback you get you know (laughs) and being like oh no so you got to work on giving yourself your own self-confidence, giving yourself your own source of self-worth. And I think especially during this time, this Aragonite's important because you can see how it shines out its light in all directions. Mm-hmm. And right now the world is really dark and difficult and it's our time as healers and way showers and spiritual beings having this physical experience and learning something from this physical, experience to really shine our light in every direction and show up and so this aragonite it's great because you know you do your sort of self-care self-healing with the rose quartz and the smoky quartz and then this aragonite helps you like bust out a little bit of action (laughs) yes crystal recommendations for this air and pretty much always
0: as well (laughs) i love that um I'm like mentally making a little list in my head. of like, oh, I can go buy this one and this one and all the excuses. I did read a meme once that was like, me, I'm going to go buy more crystals. My bank account, there's a pebble in the driveway. (laughs) And I'm like, it's not the same, but I understand the joke. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Amazing. So if people are wanting to uh, schedule a crystal healing with you, how would one go about doing that? Good
1: question. Um, Well, since the pandemic started, I've been offering distance crystal healings. So it's all done um, over FaceTime or some audio chat. And if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at Alden Gagnon, A-L-D-E-N-G-A-G-N-O-N. And you can also find me at aldengagnon.com. And on both of those sites, you can click on my link on my Instagram and schedule a distance crystal healing with me. And there's also a distance healing page on my website. And I'd love to schedule with you and also feel free to send me any DMS. If you have questions about crystal. like talk more before you jump fully into a session, because sometimes people just need that little emotional support,
0: you know, totally. Totally. And I think sometimes like I've been doing and it's been, really lovely to have a chance to like connect with someone before jumping into like an energy healing or something. And so, uh, I know at least for me, it's been giving me an opportunity to assess a little bit beforehand and like have a little bit of insight before we jump into a full healing, which I think is, is useful for both parties. Well, yeah. agree. Yeah, I love this. Thank you so much for doing this. It's so much fun talking with you. And thank you for everybody who joined. Um, if you are, I'm going to put a link to Alden's page in the comments so you can just like click down below. Um, and I know I mentioned uh, free consultations that I've been doing recently. I'm not sure how much longer that'll go. So uh if you are interested in doing that to talk about energy healing then um you can click the link in my bio and schedule that and other than that have a great weekend guys that's some crystals yes go get some crystals wait oh i have one more question do you have any favorite like etsy shops or anything that does uh or that have crystals and or crystal jewelry
1: Mm-hmm. there is my favorite place for crystal jewelry on Etsy is called mobs and monsters um okay. it's a name but i think it's cool um uh, mobs like you know like riot or something and uh uh they sell really cool hand carved crystal jewelry um also mal at wingo star jewelry wingo star like ringo star but with a w um she sells like this amazing crystal art and some of the most potent crystal jewelry i've ever gotten Mm -hmm. she also has And then there's um, a great black owned Etsy store. And they also have their own website called Chakra Zulu Crystals. Mm -hmm. Um, I recently have tried to buy some stuff off of there and they're like completely sold out because of the current global environment. Thank you, Laura. Um, Mm -hmm. But once I know they're restocking. So also that, and frankly, most things on Etsy are really great, but those are the three that popped my mind right off
0: the top of my head amazing I love that fabulous thank you so much for joining um this is so much fun and we'll talk soon yes all right thank thank you thank you Thank you for listening to the Energy Studio podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, send it to a friend, spread the word, click subscribe, click like. I don't really know how all this stuff works on the podcast world, but do all of the things to support it. And if you would like more information about the Energy Studio, about shamanic practices, or you'd like to set up a free one-on-one consultation, head on over to my website, the-energy-studio.com. Or you can head over to our Instagram, which is at... The period energy, period studio. If you liked the music at the beginning of this episode, head on over to anywhere where music is sold and are listened to and check out the Heartstrings Project. They also can be found on Instagram at the Heartstrings Project. And uh, they are a wonderful group. They're friends of mine. Uh, as we know, we love supporting our friends and our community. But more than that, their music is just so soul-driven and beautiful and it resonates with me in a very calming and soothing way. And I hope that it does the same for you. And they have an album dropping December 11th. I'm so, so excited for it because they just signed a record deal. They're freaking awesome. So head on over and check them out.